Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. This morning, the message is still on being rock solid. And I shared it a little bit with Robin, so she goes to sleep this morning. It's okay. She was bored earlier when I shared it. Okay, that's why. Have you noticed that she's been sitting in the back when she comes back in, like so she can snooze out? Good morning, my friend. How are you today? I get away with that because we've got an ongoing, awesome relationship, and she doesn't go to sleep. She's actually trying to keep Carl awake. Come on, church. I'm trying to show you we are a family, and we're a family from all walks of life. And we come into a care center caring about each other. I would rather have you walk out of here. By the way, I'm very, I had an incredible challenge this week about theology, and I, I went overboard, and I said, hold on just one second. I said, I'm not trying to show out, but I just want you to understand I've got great years of theological training, so you might want to check yourself. I would much rather have you walk out of here on any service rather than going, oh, that was so theological deep. I loved it. I'd rather have you go out going, wow, what a care place. What a care center. I heard God's word, and it was relevant. It was practical. But man, how they love one another. Hmm, sounds like the scriptures to me. Because the Bible says, behold, how they love one another. That's what we really need. Hello? Did you know that? Go ahead and start doing some research. Most of our sickness is a result of the lack of love. Love heals. It, it really does. The love of God heals. That's why he's called our healer. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Prove it. Hebrews 13 and 8. Thanks for asking. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has not changed. He still will heal the sick. He still takes care of demonic activity and can clean that stuff up. What I'm talking about this morning, and we're going to do something in just a few moments, is this. Are you ready? Changed lives change lives. Did you get that? That, that was from the, I, I know, I wish I could tell you, I was just sitting there in my think tank and I came up with this brilliant idea. That's not true. The Holy Spirit gave that to me. Changed, C-H-A-N-G-E-D, changed lives, change lives. So now here's where the Spirit of the Lord began to really kind of get down underneath my skin. Has he ever done that to you? He gets under my skin sometimes. That's a good thing. How many of you, come on, let's not put the kids on, or teenagers on, on trial. How many adults ever had a teacher that got under your skin? How many remember their name? They were probably one of your best. And so is he. He is the very best. But there are times when we're battling with our flesh or in our head that the Holy Spirit will kind of get under our skin. It's like, who would you please? For a minute. No, you don't relate to him like that. 
he's a lot of fun to be around because ultimately he's the one smiling going, did you get it? (laughs) Have you got it yet? You do get it, right? This is God's care center. When we start really caring from people from all walks of life, And we have time to sit and listen to them. We have time to pour into their lives. We have time to give of ourselves. There's going to be love, and then there's going to be all kind of healing. There's going to be all kind of restoration. We are hungry for love. You don't remember that song? You don't want me to sing, do you? No. Looking for love in all the wrong places. There is love. Jesus Christ loves us. He's not against us. He's for us. And he's trying to point us to the cross. Oh, by the way, I'm just going to get this started this morning. For those of you that are here most of the time, you know that it's just like, okay, we'll stop here. Pick it up next week. We're in a series about becoming rock solid. Now, I know that there's ministries that are like a rock. Cold, indifferent, calloused, abrasive. What are you doing sitting in my seat? I paid for that seat, and my parents paid for that seat. Now get up and move. You see it all the time. But then we will go all over the place on kids who break in the line in the cafeteria, but we do it in the church. Because you're sitting where I always sit. You need to get up and move right now. And I'll pray for you while you walk. (laughs) This is a care center. For all of us, we are all broken. And the sooner we realize it, the quicker we get to the cross. Broken people come to the cross. Proud and arrogant people, are you listening this morning? Mock the cross. As they did when he was hanging on the cross. Those people that were mocking him, they still mock him today. But broken people don't mock him. They come like the woman who was caught in adultery. I just wish they would have brought the man. to Because, see, that was a thing that was so sinister in that culture. Culture, bondage, Dr. Monroe. Come on, please connect. They were against women. And they would do anything to make them look worse than men. So that's why they brought her and not him. But she came to his feet and she walked out whole. I guess he kept on. Should I really finish that for you? Some of you will freak out. He just kept. Sure, I'm going to. Because tomorrow I'll be in the school. He just kept whoring around. But she was a changed woman. Changed lives change people or change lives. That's going to be the introduction this morning. That should help you understand How do I find a rock-solid person? Well, they're a living care center. What that means is this. You won't have to call me up and go, Hey, will you meet me at the church, at the care center, please? No, I'll go where you are. I'll, I'll meet you at the hospital. I'll meet you at the side of the road. I'll meet you wherever you need to be met. Why? Because as I said to someone this week in a meeting in the office at the school, I said, God is the God of second chances. Plural. Over and over and over and over. Man, that's a place where you can give God some praise. He will let you start over and over and over and over again. He's the God of second chances. Now, you know how that works down here? In our homes, we have to be parents 
who are parents of second chances. I'm not going to tell you one more time. Really? How many times you said that? (laughs) He is the God of second chances. Give them an opportunity to breathe. Don't put them on life support. No wonder they run out into the world. They're not comfortable where they should be. Our children, I'm talking this morning and we're going to get to the word. Make sure you really want it that bad. Because Jesus has got some heavy duty stuff to talk to us about. In regards to identification and how we're doing with our fruit. And oh, let me help out all the religious fanatics that are in the balcony. Not in here, but in the balcony. Brother, that sounds like a judgmental spirit. Well, Jesus was the one who said you will know them by their fruit. You mean to tell me when I'm on that campus, I don't watch to see who's with who, doing what? Are you kidding me? Matters. What you're producing. Because what you produce is based on who you are identifying with. Young people, parents, listen closely. Young people, show me your friends right now, and I will show you your future. Parents, don't look the other way. And don't be like Judas and run back into the temple and go, my God, my God, this is too expensive. Here, you can have it all back. I can't do this. Sure you can. He's called you to be a caretaker at the home level. Because see, if we are all caretakers in the home, do you realize what that does to our schools? Do you realize what that does here? It changes everything. And the young people are loving it right now going, ooh, pastors put the heat on the adults. God's put the heat on all of us. Siblings. Where'd he go? <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> okay, for those that did not look, <laughs> he had his head down like, <laughs> none of these arrows are touching me. <laughs> so, so I said, where'd he go? And he popped up his head like, here I am. I, I used to play some of those crazy games back when I was single living in North Carolina waiting on Robin to show up. Someone's here this morning waiting for God to bring that person into your life. Just keep following him. He will reward you. Amen. Well, so much for that. I waited six years. Like, God, which mountain is she hiding in? She's got to come out of there somewhere. Because you know I would never come and live in North Carolina, sorry, North Carolina in these mountains. Where is she? But if you just keep following him, smile, sweetheart. <laughs> Louis in heaven. He can't touch me right now. That's her, that's her grandfather who was phenomenal. What a great guy. But he was a mountain man, and he'd tell you real quick. He minced no words. He just said it. True or false, sister? Thank you, sister. It's okay, ladies and gentlemen. I'm treating her to lunch today on our fast. Salad only, baby. Salad only. I'm trying to help those that are really struggling going, man, I'm, I'm trying to stay out of the culture and all of the stuff that's offered out there. But man, I'm finding it hard to continue to live for the Lord. Can I tell you how difficult it is to be a single man up in your 20s hanging out in the mountains going, I know she's in here somewhere. Oh, God, where is she? Oh, you know, you do, hello, 
She's got to come forth. If you will be faithful, your promise, your gift, your one, that person, that future, your dream will come forth. Be faithful. Changed people are faithful people, and then they begin to impact other lives who begin to change. Oh, by the way, let's be fair. It's in a process. It is a process. It is a process. I, I, this is really weird, and I hope this one doesn't really go to podcast because nobody outside is going to understand what's going on inside. See, and I can tag that right there. They need to understand what's going on in the care center so they want to come out and come in. But a lot of times it's scary in care centers. Oh, God, don't take me to the emergency room. Right? But if we're a proper care center and someone is hurting and someone is in need, this is where they need to be. So, Susie, if you can send a quick text to what we're going to be doing in just a few moments, let her know that I still understand it's not 1120. Okay? (laughs) I can still tell time, but we're just trusting the Holy Spirit right now. We're going to do something that's very practical about being a care center. It's real difficult to be a care center if it's all about you. If everything's about you, you can't be a care center because you don't know how to give. Jesus, just get to the cross. He'll show you all the ways to do it. Got that? Have you got that? So let's pull some things together. I'm going to give you a couple scriptures, and then we're going to do something that's really powerful this morning. And so all that he asked was this. I need for you, just keep doing what you're doing. You stay faithful to me. Seriously, Lord? You mean you still want me to live in Georgia, work all night, go to school all day, come on church, get off on Sunday mornings after working all night and drive an hour into Carolina, and you want me to speak every Sunday in this chapel, I don't see her, God. I'm about ready to quit. If she don't show up, get somebody else to preach. I've had those conversations. Are you a chicken? Are you afraid to have those conversations with God? You should be able to. He can handle you. He made you. Ooh, parents, that's a good one. You can tag that one right there with your kids. Oh, let's, where do you go now? There he is. Hello. Whoop. Listen, God used us to be able to have these awesome children and teenagers, listen, he will give you the skill sets to help them through the journey. And I got to tell you, middle school and high school, they need you more now than ever. But let me give you a little something here. Do you know that parents unplug when they get out of elementary school? Parents disconnect. How do you know that? They're not that involved and engaged once you get to middle school and high school. In fact, we had some teenagers the other day say, <laughs> they said this, we're old enough now to make our own decisions. I'm going, ooh, did you know who just heard that? Not the administrator, your adversary. He loves for us to act like, I've got this thing, you better get out of my way. <laughs> really? Get ready. Game time. Game time. I say this all the time to those who are open to hear it. When you will not listen to life instructors, you receive life. And sometimes it's this kind of life. 
we're talking about bars. I am done being instructed by life. I want to be instructed by the greatest leader history has ever known. His name, Jesus Christ. What has he given to us? The blessed comforter. The Holy Spirit is here to teach us. But we have to do what Almond Gunner says all the time. We must remain open to the Holy Spirit. I wonder if you've been open this morning to what God has done in this house this morning. This is our care center. If you have your Bibles, you mean now he's getting ready to preach? No, I'm getting ready to close. And then we have one thing we have to do this morning. The title of the series that we're in is Rock Solid. And this morning we're going to start another avenue of the importance. And so um, I know Pastor B has all my notes put up and everything. We'll just come back next week, pick up where we left off. Changed lives change lives. Please listen real close now. Ready? I already gave you this first one. I'm going to give it to you one more time and then God's word. Show me your friends and I will show you your future. Listen closely, please. It's better to hang out with people better than you. Pick out associates whose behavior, nothing's wrong with my throat, by the way. Pick out associates whose behavior is better than yours and you'll drift in that direction. How many know the opposite is true? If you pick out associates whose behavior is less than yours, worse than yours, you're drifting that way. Hello, Lot's wife. And the Bible says she looked back. The Bible, another translation says, and Lot's wife lingered. Who is the dangerous? I heard Dr. Paul Walker preach a message on lingering. It's one of the most dangerous things you could ever do in your life is to linger. I remember, see, I don't know how real you guys want to be. I'm a real fan of war stories. Will you keep this in the context of war stories? I love, I can't wait for 12 Strong to come out. I'm going to be there. So if you're concerned about that, I'm telling you ahead of time, I'm going to that movie, 12 Strong. Through the years, I love to watch those kind of movies and real stories about the man who saved all those guys. But listen, one of the phrases they use, I'm talking about Lot's wife, she lingered. They will say things like this. Please listen in the context of what I'm talking about. We need to get the hell out of here. Does he cuss? No. When you start lingering, you need to hear the Holy Spirit say to you, you better get out of there or hell's coming towards you. Dennis Weber, are you listening? Don't linger. And how many times we've heard at the marriage conferences that things happen at the, uh, at the, at the water uh, fountain or in the lounge area? Oh, the Holy Spirit is here. Listen closely, please. It takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. Let me read that first part again. It takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. God's reputation is eternal. I'm trying to connect all the dots. God's reputation is eternal. So when he told me, you just keep coming right back up into Franklin, and now I want you to move to Franklin. You said what? I want you to move to Franklin. I think I heard the devil say, get the hell out of here. You know, we use that kind of junk on him, on the Lord. 
You're going to walk out of here going all kinds of things, I'm sure, but you're not going to walk out of here going, that wasn't real because it's been very real this morning. And I said, you sure you want me to go? Yes, and I want you to get a trailer and you're going to live on the side of the mountain. On the side of the mountain? I've never lived in the mountains. We had some frank discussion. And I kept crying out, but Lord, where is she? God, I don't want to remain the rest of my life single. I know I deserve it, but you've done those kind of things too. Just station, listen closely, church. Just station yourself and serve me, and I will send her to you. Did you get the yeses? Station yourself, serve me, and I will send her. Well, it was ministry number one. She never showed up. Ministry two, there in Macon County. Oh, yeah, she's going to be here. She's coming. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'll keep preaching. She here? Who? No, not, not that one, Lord. Ah, thank you, Father. I'm waiting on you, Lord. Y'all do the same thing. Why you act like I don't know what I'm doing up here? That's not the one, is it, Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Well, that ministry, I was out of there. The third ministry. <laughs> on the platform leading worship. They did the singing I just led. Don't say anything, Robin. Be nice. And lo and behold, into the sanctuary, because, you know, sanctuary. Woo, woo, woo. Into the sanctuary walked this woo, baby. Let's pick up the temple on our worship. She's back there shaking her head. That's all right. I love her. She walked in and I walked in. She walked in to a care ce- she walked into a care center and I walked into her life. Come on. It, it's not about Dennis and Robin. It's about taking up your station, serving him who has a great reputation, and then watch him bring in that situation or that person or whatever it may be. Whew. God's reputation is eternal. Well, you know, I'm still sitting here waiting for him to say something from God's word. Seems to me like all he did was motivate. That's pretty much what Jesus did his whole life. Tried to motivate people through the living word. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory of the only begotten son. Jesus Christ was the breathing, walking, living word. There are people that are more in love with the Bible than they are with Jesus. I'll leave that alone. And they'll cut you with the Bible. Whew. Oh, pastor. You don't cut people in a care center. You bring healing to people in the care center. All right, let's, let's get ready to close. Here we go. You ready? Second Corinthians. By the way, that was the scripture found in John chapter 1 that I just quoted. Second Corinthians 5.17. All of you know this verse. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. This will be the first question. There's actually eight. I'll be back next week, the Lord willing. If not, I'll be home. See how the Spirit of the Lord is tying everything together from the choruses that we sang? If I'm not here next Sunday, I'll be home. Where will you be next Sunday? Heaven or hell? That's it. That's that's your options. 
come broken to the cross and get to the care center and receive eternal life or continue to walk in pride and selfishness and arrogance and all of that and hell's home. Here's the question the Holy Spirit gave to me to give to our house. Can you identify your new nature? And then like Gene Enlow used to say, sweetheart, hello. Gene Enlow on the praise team at the Assembly of God Church in Franklin used to say it all the time. There's two dogs inside. Which one are you feeding? Whichever dog you feed, that's the one that grows. Now let me switch that out. We have two natures. You have the old nature and you have your new nature. Whichever one you're feeding, that's the one that grows. And Jesus said next week, well, he said it before next week. He said it thousands of years ago. <laughs> By their fruit, you shall know them. <laughs> so you don't think I have the spotlight on Joshua? Like he can go out with any girl he wants? You crazy. If she's got a reputation that's not bearing good fruit, she needs to get to a care center, but she's not walking in his li- into his life. Woo. Sound like you might be a gatekeeper. Someone walked up to me on the campus last week and said, you're really not a principal here. You're the gatekeeper over this school. That's all. Just a gatekeeper. That's why I like war stories. Because there's a spiritual battle going on at Chief of Middle High School. Here we go. Let's wrap it up. <clears throat> Can you identify your new nature? My identity, I belong to Christ. My responsibility, to know Christ. And my debt is to make Christ known. Did you get it? My identity is in Christ. My responsibility is to make Christ known. So in just a moment, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're all done. When uh, Pastor B was uh, leading us in that incredible course, he had the picture of the cross and crosses and I had a flashback to Columbus, Ohio. And uh, I went to the graveside inside. You, you do too. Your mind travels. How many of you took some... No, I'm not going to ask you. Just keep your hands down. How many of you took some trips while you've been here the last 25 minutes? Our minds travel. But my mind began to travel as he was singing about, I will follow you all the way, though none go with me. And I, I, I took a travel moment up to Columbus, Ohio, and to the cemetery where my father's been home now 12 years, 60 years of serving God in the ministry. And I guess he was married a lot longer than that. And on his tombstone, it says this, so that you know who we are. I'm sorry I wasn't born in Levy County, but God brought me to Levy County. But I actually am a citizen of heaven. There's a lot of people that put a lot of stock into their name and their location. You can't keep either one. Because when you get to heaven, he's going to give you a new name. Oh, he does know a little bit about the Bible. It's amazing how we get rooted in the culture and not into Christ. Man, it's been deep in here this morning. But on the tombstone it says this. Of course, you know, birth, et cetera, et cetera. But across the top, Jesus led me all the way. That's what it says on my dad's tombstone. Jesus led me all the way. I've got to give kudos as we get ready to do something really cool. 
He was an incredible caretaker. Somebody called. They're in the hospital. Marge, that would be my mother. Marge, I can hear his voice. Marge, we need to get to the hospital. Where is it? That's way on the other side. Come on, babe, we got to go. Because Columbus is a big city. I'm not going to go on to all those stories. But Jesus led me all the way. Jesus is here to lead you this week. Some of you are going to have some emergency calls. I'm not talking about death and dying. Someone's going to have, there's going to be a need. And you get to be the representative of the kingdom. Are you ready for this? Paul said we are actually called ambassadors. That's actually higher than any governmental position you could ask for. I'm an ambassador for Christ. Woo, I got stuff to do. So we got stuff to do this morning. Y'all ready for some fun? Okay. Holly Keene is one of our teachers. How many know Holly Keene? Come on, students. Holly Keene is one of our students at Chiefland Middle High School. She texted me in prayer this morning saying, I want to be there. I need prayer. I'm going in for surgery tomorrow, and it doesn't look good. In the natural, she is scared out of her mind. She She is put herself in like a little cage where the men are back there at the sound system and she's walled herself in. What we're going to do, thanks to Susie, we're going to call her because I asked for permission and she said, please do. We're going to call her and we're going to pray over Holly. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool what technology allows us to do? You, You can use it for good or you can use it for evil. It's all based on your character. Like, I have Facebook because I need to because of Southeastern University. But the only thing I put on Facebook is a scripture and a thought. And that's it. That's all I put out every day. But listen, don't get upset with technology. You can use it for good or you can use it for evil. It's all based on your character. Boy, God's doing a slam dunk in here today. He's better than Michael Jordan. He's greater than LeBron. LeBron the king? i tell you who the king is. The king is Jesus. So what we're going to do here in just a moment, I'm going to have Susie come up. Okay? And though I know we probably can't all get to the front, but we're going to, those that would like to come, and if you want to just stand where you are, all, and we're done, we're going to pray for Holly. See, this is going to be a, of course you know I'm an instructor. I don't care about this. I care less about who's Holly King. That's what religious devils do. But if that's your attitude about Holly King, wait till you're there. Because you always reap what you sow. It's God's word. So if I won't sow a prayer towards her, and if I crash, guess what I got coming back? What I sent. And Jesus said, by their fruit you shall know them. Y'all got this? How many are in favor of praying for Holly this morning, yeah? And she's very concerned that it could be cancer. Guess what God gave me about two years ago? Christ over cancer. Did you see the elevation? Christ over cancer. Christ over cancer. Why? Because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Y'all good? Everybody good? This is how we're closing our service. No altar call, anything like this. Changed lives change lives. So I have a big question going on in my brain right now. 
Want to hear my prayer over the weekend? Father, thank you for the message. But we have so many churches in this community. Why is the school in such a mess? Why are our kids so far off? Something to think about, isn't it? Here we go. Just turn the music down a little bit. And if you like, you can come to the front or you can just stand, okay? Hello. Good morning. Is this Holly? Good morning, Mr. Weber. How are you? I'm doing good. Man, Holly, this whole congregation, we got people standing. We got people coming to the front to stand and to pray. We're going to pray. Wow, this is this is awesome. I'm so thankful for y'all. Uh, this means this means more than y'all know. Well, we want you to know that we're just a care center, people that care about people, and uh, we're we're here for you. We love you as an individual and as a co-labor at Chief of Middle High School. And what we're going to do is this: Miss Susie is going to start the prayer, and then I'm okay. going to close the prayer. And I want you to know God's got you. Thank you so much. This means a lot. I thank you, everybody. If they can hear me, thank y'all. Can you, please just keep praying. And can y'all hear her? Come on. Can y'all hear her? Yes. <laughs> thank y'all. I'm sorry about my dog earlier. <laughs> oh, no. We're not concerned about that. Okay. Not at all. All right. Well, all right thank Ms. you Susie, so much. Miss Susie's, right, yep, Susie's going to pray, okay. and then I'll close. Okay. is at the foot of the cross to make sure that your faith is over your fear and cancer God is over cancer nothing to fear so look up focus and know this is already taken care of alright Holly you ready Father, good morning. Thank you for an awesome group of believers. Father, I thank you. This is a great care center. We really care about others. We really care. We care. Father, I thank you for Holly. All the years of knowing and working with her, she's yours. She is in the cleft of the rock. She's in the hollow of your hand. And Father, this morning it's an honor to join with other believers right here in this congregation. And we bring Holly to you. Now, Father, tomorrow is on the radar, but it's also on your mind. And, Father, I thank you that you're going to be there in the midst. You are Emmanuel, God with Holly. I pray for all the doctors, all the nurses, those that are going to be caring for her. We're trusting you for the surgery, that it's going to go well. We're going to get a good report. And we're believing you, Father God, for full recovery in Holly. Quiet her heart. Give her peace of mind, and may the joy of the Lord be her strength. Thank you for this privilege and honor to pray for another member of the body of Christ. And bless this house for the way that they just have walked so so powerfully to the front to stand in one accord. We're standing now in one accord. 
for Holly and other needs in this ministry and in our community and in our school. We ask this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And God's people said, Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.